everyone. Welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. And we're coming to you from a new setup at a new location. It's just a different room. How are you? You don't look good. <laughs> I'm okay. No, you kind of just, it's, we're getting towards unimpressed Wanda. We're like, mm. We have a, it's not actually fun because what brought this on is the most bizarre yet self-entitled thing I've come across in a while. I think I come across self-entitled things every day. But we're titling this podcast The Audacity. Uh, today is actually Wednesday, July 31st, but you'll be hearing this a couple of days later. And for those of you that don't know what audacity means, it very simply put, it's the nerve. How dare someone or how dare something or how dare anything do this because it usually comes from a self-entitled or a place of, I'm better than you, you're not deserving of this, I am, etc. So we're going to talk about the actual situation that started it. And I want to preface this by saying that when you come across these situations in public, it's very interesting because the way that the world is today... I think our natural reactions, we do have to watch because you could come across a full lunatic. Right. And I also think, you know, now at this point, everyone has listened to our podcast about Disney. Mm-hmm. And that's audacity. Oh, yes. How dare you say that people that don't have children that are millennials shouldn't be at Disney World. That's a typical case of audacity. And before you get into what the actual situation is... We would like so much on this podcast, if you've been in a situation where something has happened to you and you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe you just did that to me and made it like, not a big deal. It's okay. I'm entitled to do this because entitlement is a really, really bourgeois way of being something, no matter who you are, you don't deserve. And by that, I mean, I don't care if you're rich, if you're smart. If you're beautiful, if you're famous, no one is entitled to anything over someone else simply because of their race, gender, uh, financial status, job status, um, even in your own head. Because there are a lot of people that have that entitlement in, in their, their head. head. You're not entitled to anything because you know a certain person. You're not entitled to certain things because you live in a certain place. I think that's what we're trying to get right. across. And I don't want it to be confused with privilege. Yes, that's very different. Privilege is different. And entitlement and privilege are, are worlds apart. But I do feel very strongly that everyone is entitled to certain things, irregardless of where you live, where you come from, what you are, who you love, um, what you believe. It does not matter in certain cases, any of that. It's just it called shouldn't. basic human rights right. at that point. And that's, that's not being entitled. Everyone is entitled at that point. So, go ahead. So, getting into what I'm going to be getting into, which, like I said, again, when you are out in public, and my mom and I are out in public a fair amount of times, at least... Far more than I care to be. At least six days a week. We usually don't really go out on Sundays. We're usually home most of the day. But that's not counting, like, driving. I drive every single day because I even... I just take my dogs out in the car. So, like I said, you do have to, in the world we live in today, be kind of aware of the types of people that you're dealing with. Um, I'll give another example of that later on. But it was an audacity 
moment also. And both of these situations I'm going to speak of happened in Target, which is, again, irony. So, I think Target in itself, not to interrupt you. No, you're Target fine. Target in itself lends itself to uh, everything. To everything for the simple fact that the store has everything. So there are mothers in there trying to buy baby clothes. And there are men in there trying to get hammer screws and nails. And there are people in there trying to buy athletic things. And there's people in there trying I'm gonna to I'm going to go buy look at what that is. She's going to talk a little. Food. And there are people in there that are trying to get all different kinds of things. So it lends itself to a large variety of people in a large variety of situations. Meaning that they may be in a hurry, they have a cranky child, they have a lot of this, they have a lot of that, they have to get this done, they have to get that done. It's a, it's a lot of people with an agenda of some sort. Now, I always try with Oriana to go to Target first thing in the morning. That being said, because I like to have my day set out. I get up in the morning, I have my drink, I do my exercise. I do my yoga and my meditation, and I do my facial things and my teeth whitening, as does Oriana, and then I head to Target, and then I usually pick up lunch or think about that, because I like to have my day set and done by 1 o'clock, which allows me to chill for the rest of the day and then get prepared for the dinner rush. Yes. Also, by the way, I'm back. We are packages. <laughs> I, had to, I had to run. Okay. So... We were at Target, and like my mom said, I think Target, Target's like the melting pot of stores. There's right. everything. Yes. That everybody has an agenda. You know, you have moms there. Yes. You have kids there. You have fathers there. It's a, it's a you melting have everything. pot of people, and they all have something that they're trying to get to and get done. So one of the Targets, because we live central to many Targets, one of the Targets that we go to has a really great Starbucks. A Starbucks that... I frequent every single time I go to this Target. Do all the Targets have Starbucks? Because I don't know. All, all that yeah. I've been to have Starbucks. I'm pretty if, sure. You know, if you have a Target by unit doesn't have a Starbucks, don't, yeah. don't feel anything. We are just, we just have a lot of Targets and have a lot yeah. of Starbucks. Now, like I said, mainly I do only go to two Starbucks. I go to one by a mall and I go to one in a mall and then I go to this one at this Target. So we were just finishing checking out and everything. And I said to my mom, would you like a coffee or a pink drink? So she's like, yeah, I would. So I went over there and there were three people ahead of me. Two of them were Target employees. And then it was a couple that was ahead of me, but they were ordering together. That's an ant. <laughs> okay. So um, what happened was it was taking a little bit because there's only one person working at this Starbucks. So I was like, okay. I walked back over to my mom, and I'm like... It's taking a while. It's taking a while. Do you want to wait? Or I could just go over to... Oh, my God. It's flying. It's a fly. It's a okay, fly. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like... It's a fly. I just really don't like bugs. <laughs> I hate that this is happening. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't an ant. It was just a fly. I was oh. trying to tell her there was a fly, which she thought was an ant, is actually a fly. So oh, I was okay. just so no big trying deal. to get her to not get scared of what she just did. During the <laughs> I almost knocked up the Too whole thing. Okay. 
So I then started walking back over, and if you want me to be honest, I think this person actually tried to get in front of me. They did. Which is why they had this, like, power move. And in all honesty, men like this, I just want to kick them in the dicks. These are the men you don't marry. These are the men that if any of you watch Big Little Lies that's like Renata's husband that you just want to dick punch them. Right. I bet if Laura Dern was with me, she would have dick punched him <laughs> for me. Um, and also, that would have been cool. But, so I get on the line and I start to pull up the app on my phone and all of a sudden, this guy ghost hands around me and like kind of like gestures his like finger at me and goes, can I get in front of you? My son just needs a juice. And I'm like, okay. I'm now thinking he's going to be like. here's the deal. I have come to the side. Of where this to is. To wait to where she's going to order the drinks. And she said, yeah, okay. And I said, oh, no. I'm done. That's it. You don't get preferential treatment because you're unprepared for bringing your kids drinks. And now, what I meant was, mm-hmm. as a mom, I had child. I had Plenty of children as teacher. And always moms have a box of juice or a bottle or a bottle of water or something in their pack. So you know what? Yeah, your kid's thirsty, but one of the most valuable things in life you can teach your child is patience. You wait online, you wait your turn, and you're patient. I'm sorry, the store's air conditioning. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. He probably had breakfast an hour ago. He can't be dying and parched and living on a desert, you know, with thirst just expanding through his whole body. Not to mention, you were just through a whole store. You could have bought a box of juice and just cracked one off while you were on the line and, like, waited. That's what I would have done. Now, keep in mind also, I would have thought at that point when I was kind of reluctant, you would have been like, you know what? Never mind. Or after my mother no, had a I full freakout. In the first place. I would not have either. You must teach children like adults. You have to be patient. You have to wait your turn. This so that is what inspired this podcast. I am now going to talk about another time that we were at Target. Now, and that's not to say if you want to let someone ahead of you, that's fine. You should not assume that that's okay just because your son or daughter wants a There drink. have been plenty of times my mom and I have been on lines in stores and I'll see I have a lot of stuff, but the person behind me has like maybe three things and I'll say, excuse me, do you want to go ahead of me? But also too, I'll always be mindful of if there's a lot of other people behind them because I don't want to start switching things around and making things complicated. I had a situation in a bagel store. Mm. I have many situations in a bagel store. The audacity of a bagel store. And now, if any of you guys have seen the famous Bagel Boss guy, that's a Bagel Boss that's on Long Island where this took place. And this is a true Long Island mentality. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. I had a situation in a bagel store where the bagel store was very crowded. It's a bagel store I frequent a lot. I know everybody in the bagel store. And everybody that goes there is usually very kind and waits their turn. This particular time, this guy came in and said to a young man who was in front of me, Who's last online? And he said, behind me is this lady, and then there's the other lady, so you're behind her. So he's like, well, this is ridiculous. And the kid's like, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you. So he said to this young man, can I get in front of you? And he said, it's really not up to me because these people are waiting too, and that's not fair. Well, he started to berate this young man, to which other people stepped in, myself included. He then had the audacity to go to the front of the line and order next and surpass not only me and the lady behind me and the kid in front of me, but about four other people in front of him. 
see, it's just this mentality. Now, I'm going to talk about another situation that happened in Target. I'm going to talk about the cat, the cat litter one. And, again, what I'm about to say, I'm not, like, stereotyping. I'm just talking about what was really crazy about this. So, um, my mom and I, again, were at a different Target, and we were picking up cat litter for my dad. Well, not for my dad. It's for my cats. I promise I let him use the toilet. My father is the one that cleans the cat boxes. And he's obsessed with getting litter. And buying and making sure we never run out of it. So, I went to go get the litter, but they only had, like, one of the brand that we use and it was kind of towards the back and I went to go get like a stick so I could like pull it forward so this um Asian man like just reaches and grabs it and I said no like I'm getting that so I take it off the shelf because now I've pulled it forward and he starts running after me and my mother and like screaming and at us in, in, in an Asian in, language right I mean and really like this is like crazy like crazy after and people us. are like looking like what is this and I want you to understand the Second part of this is perhaps the most interesting. Yes, it is. Several men that even work in Target said nothing. Now, this man is following us around the store, screaming, yelling at us, screaming at us, pointing at us, coming like right in our face. There were two gay women, two lesbians, coming towards us. Okay? They said they're alive. They, they were holding hands. Okay? So I'm not generalizing, I don't want any hate for it. And they said, what's going on here? We told them. They're like, listen, you, back off. Like, thank, they, like, literally saved our lives. They're I'm like, convinced. You want to you start something? Well, now you've got four of us to start something with. And he turned around. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. He turned <laughs> and around Mike. and walked away. Yeah. Now, that just goes to show you, men. Men saw this going on, didn't do a thing. Not a thing. Also, too, another thing that happens us fairly frequently in Target my mom and I are extremely small. My mom is only five feet. I am only five one. Most of the time, most of the time when I go to Target, <laughs> I am not wearing the heels that I wear in my day to day life. Right. In general, like if I went somewhere before, like if I had gone to the mall, which were an errand, I'll usually have like more of like my normal clothes on. But I usually have like slides on or little sandals or flip flops. So that makes it quite difficult for me to reach anything that's above eye level. Same for my mom. Every single time we have been in Target, the only people that help us out are very tall women. And they're nice, but they're like, excuse me, can I get that for you? And this goes... Never have we had no. a tall man come and get something for This us. goes anywhere from tall women that work at Target to tall women that are just shopping in Target. One time... I was in a different Target, and a guy that was there with his kids came over to help us. Right. But it rarely happens. It is very rare. So those are so audacities. let's go to another audacity. Okay. Here's the audacity that happened to me in the same bagel store. <laughs> the bagel store. Okay. It's a very small bagel store. They have a counter and a few little booths on the opposite side of the counter, about four of them. People don't usually eat in the bagel store. They mostly take it out. However, everybody knows in this bagel store, the line usually starts at the cash register, loops its way around, and then loops its way again, and you wind up standing by the door, but where the booths are. This particular day, I got out, I walk up to the bagel store, and there's a woman standing in front of the bagel store with her two children, a young girl about eight and a teenager about 19. So I said to her, oh, is it that crowded? And she says, what do you mean? 
So I said, are you going in or is it too crowded? She goes, well, if I go in, I'll be standing in front of the people who are by the booth. So I'm trying to comprehend this and I'm saying, what do you mean? And she goes, well, there's two men that are eating a bagel in the booth. And if I go in now, I'll be standing in front of them while they're eating. Now, this is common practice. I go to this bagel store twice a week. Everybody loops around and stands in front of the people sitting at the booth and no one gives a shit. So I say, well, if you're not going to go in, I'm going to go in. So make a decision. So she goes, well, I don't want to be rude. I said, well, you're being rude now. And if you go in, there's plenty of room. You won't be standing near anybody. So keep in mind now, we all walk into the bagel store, her with her two children, and we're nowhere near standing near the people at the booth. And even if we were, they wouldn't care. So she starts talking to her daughter as though I'm not there and says, I cannot believe that someone would stand in front of people eating. So I turned to the men that are sitting there eating and I said, if I stand over here, which I don't have to, would it offend you if the side of my body is looking out the door and you're next to me eating your bagels? And then they said, of course not. That's ridiculous. It's always like this in here. And she now says to her daughter, well, I hope that made her feel special. I'd be like, bitch, it did. So I said, well, obviously you don't frequent this bagel store because you would know it's this way all the time. And you don't get an award because you didn't stand in front of someone in the bagel store. So now she's waiting online. Again, it's crowded. The bagel store is always crowded. She's there a good 15 minutes. Finally, she goes, Oh, forget it. This line is ridiculous. And she goes to me, now you get to go so you feel even more special. The audacity, and you're lucky that because you had a six-year-old with you, I didn't knock you the hell out because I was close. Okay. Okay. That's so an audacity. I, ha I have two that I'm going to speak of. Also, my legs are sticking to the chair. <laughs> so, uh, the audacity of a lot of things that happen while driving a favorite of mine, if you know me, if you've been in a car with me, you've been on the phone with me while I'm driving, I will say I do have a wee bit of road rage. Right? We'd say a wee bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe. It's not critical. It's not terrible. But I just, it's not even like I'm rushing or I want to do things reckless. I just like to adhere to, like, just... The rules of the law. Just doing driving. the road. And not to mention, I'm very aware of the road. I always was a person that, like, when I took... My driving test, my written test, I took the rules seriously. I think I tried to be a safe driver, so I want that known. We also have seen some terrible, terrible, terrible accidents in the areas that we frequent. Yes. So we are more cautious because we do have the dogs in the car and we're in Ourselves, the car. right. And I mean, we have seen, we saw in this one intersection twice, cars flip over and several times. Like it terrifying. So first of all, I don't know. I talked to my dad about it. I feel like now if you have signals in your car and you use them, they must charge money because no one does use them. And then people just expect you or have the audacity to be like, you're supposed to know what I'm going to do. Right. Or then if you see that the road is clear or they should be going, there's this one area where I go, it is a merge into the lane, but there's a light. So it confuses people um, and everyone stops. And sometimes you can honk at people and they just look like, I'm or not going. They have 
they put their signal on and they think just because their signal's on, even if there's no room, you should now stop and they get to squeeze in so that you're going to get hit from behind because they have, they've had to stop short to get in. I just find with driving, people do have, like, the audacity to think and do things. Anywhere I, I have seen people come from, like, the far left lane, go clear across four lanes of traffic just to make a turn into, like, a deli. Right. And I look at it this way, and I mean, maybe I can just pass this along to anybody that's a new driver, an old driver. There's nothing in driving that you can't fix if you go the wrong way. You can just go down a little bit further, turn around. Do not put yourself and other people in danger because you have to be an asshole that's like, well, this is what I want to do. Well, you know what? Sometimes we don't get to do what we want to do. And it's a really irritating thing. The audacity of the driving right. it is unlike something I've ever remember, seen before. Anticipate. If you know that in six blocks you want to be in the right lane, start out there. Not to mention, nowadays, everybody's phone or car or something, Apple Watch, iPad, whatever, has GPS. There is absolutely no reason for you to right. be stalling and stopping and going over the speed limit, under the speed limit. You have all the tools. It and, shouldn't be this way. And I'll tell you what's the biggest offenders is 7-Elevens. There's a million 7-Elevens everywhere. If you miss this one, I guarantee you, you'll get down. a couple of blocks down. And if you miss it and you drove past it, drive down to the next light turn around and go back also too when you're in a parking lot and you see that someone's backing up and you just speed by them parking lots have lanes it's not you know whichever way you decide to go there's a flow of traffic in a parking lot and mm -hmm. you should remain in that flow of traffic to cause yourself and nobody else any bodily harm okay do you okay, want to so give another one and i can give the other one okay that I have. now this did not happen to me but it happened to someone i know this morning i was on my facebook and someone oh. that I know on my Facebook, and this is tragic. This is sad. They have a friend that worked at a gym. They made the drinks there. They were exercise, fitness people, whatever. Well, this guy that I know, he knew this guy that worked there. And he saw him every day, and they were friends. Well, he saw him yesterday, and he made a, a really good smoothie for him, and they talked and everything. Later that afternoon, his water heater blew up, and he died. So he wrote on his Facebook about how tragic this was, that he lost his friend, he's devastated by it. He gave the company that has the water heater and said, can you please have everybody check your water heaters if you live in this building, if you live near this, if you have a water heater, get them checked out. What a tragic way I lost my friend. Well, someone who worked for a water heater company <laughs> I can't believe went this. on it's his not Facebook and berated him to the point of tears. They were like, how dare you? You're making it seem like we sell unsafe water heaters. He said it had nothing to do with it. It's just a simple thing I wanted people to check. So the audacity that someone disregarded, he lost a friend, and he was trying to help out not losing other friends and relatives to say, you know, we don't think about simple things like smoke detectors sometimes. No, you or, don't. Or, you know, um, carbon dioxide or... Things like a water heater blowing up, your gas lines blowing up. And he said, just be safe. Just have them checked periodically. But someone had the audacity to call him out on that. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is something that I know bothers both of us and we have both encountered. I'm not going to speak on any like specific situation to do with this, but it's just a general thing. The audacity that people have to either start arguments on your social media 
or get involved with people on your social media or steal things from your social media. I've experienced all three. Me too. I know that you have. I told you one time, and this girl got really mad at me because I, I've spoken about this before, because she took like my highlight covers, you know, on Instagram, if you guys um, see like the highlight section, you can make these like little covers for it. It takes all five seconds. I did it one time walking around a store. This girl screenshot them and use them as her own. And I said to her, like, listen, here's how you do it. Like, those were mine. Why did you take them? And she's like, you're crazy. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want. I'm like, I'm crazy. You deliberately went on my stuff and screenshot it and took it. I have also had people start arguments on my social media, make fun of people on my social media, and I am not about that. I recently had a situation where I know two people. I know them both well. They're divorced. I wrote to them on Facebook, and they just happened to show up on my Facebook feed one right after the other, and someone called me out on it. It was like, you're talking to him and her, and they're divorced, and and I was like, I don't know you, first of all. Second of all, they're both my friends. They both talk to each other. They have a child together. So, like, but they were calling me out on it. I get called out on Facebook for doing everything. I get called out all the time, period, end of story. I could breathe in someone and be like, the way that you breathe was really offensive I and fuck you. I also get upset when I have a friend on Facebook, and this happened to me last week, who wrote something. I commented to them, and I wrote to them, like, at so-and-so, mm-hmm. and I made a comment. And then these people started attacking me that he knows, but I don't know. And talking about, well, your husband must be, it must be sad for your husband to be married to you. And I thought, where on this page did I attack you, know you, or attack you even personally? And this had nothing to do with personal. And they just went at me. And this went on for days. And I finally said to him, from now on, I'm not commenting on anything you post. Please don't take it personally. But the other people that you know are batshit crazy. And I don't need that negativity in my life. It it happens constantly. Like, it's this simple, folks. Not your social media, not your business, what goes on on it. Also, recently, too, I just want to talk about this because it really is bothersome to me, and I don't really care what type of backlash I get from this. Recently, there was the controversy um, of Ariana Grande, and um, she had commented under something that her friend had put up on Instagram. Uh, her friend had put up a magazine cover or tabloid cover of JonBenet Ramsey. And Ariana Grande had commented and said, oh, I can't wait for my Halloween look this year. Or that would be a cool, ho- something of that extent about a Halloween look. And she got slammed. And first of all, the issue that I have is twofold. One, you are trolling her. Because the person that she commented on was not a famous person. It was someone that she is friends with. So you were trolling her and you were trolling her friends to catch her in something. Ariana Grande is also that person that can make a mistake, say she's sorry, and is never forgiven for it. We're still talking about the time that she had her wisdom teeth taken out. She licked the donut and said that she hated America. And then there are those other people that they make the most disgraceful faux pas daily, and they just get to live Mom. their lives. Oh, the president. Um, and Mary <laughs> Lopez. So, oh, oh, oh my. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to talk about Sorry. that, too, because I do want to talk about that. But that's going to be at the end, because you know what? It is a thing of the audacity of who that person is. We will get to that, though, in a little bit. But also, too... Um, I don't know if anybody really gets the point of Halloween. First of all, on Halloween, you can dress up as whatever you want. A lot of the times the theme of Halloween is things that are dead. When you're dressing up as, you know, Frankenstein or vampires, those things are dead also. 
So I don't think anything that she said or did was inappropriate. And as I said, I hardly think that Ariana Grande got up one morning and said, you know what? I'm going to offend the dead spirit of poor John Benet Ramsey by being condescending to her. Yeah, she wasn't. So, like, the audacity of people to troll people, whether they be a regular person or a celebrity, it's just not cool. Speaking of Halloween, there is a petition going around oh. where mothers, fathers, whoever has children, again, the children mentality because, you know, we can't protect children from getting shot, but we can certainly protect them from not being tired the day after Halloween. There's a petition. Let's really, like, that's a say that right. out loud moment. That we, you're like, we Shh. want to change, well, we don't. They want to change the day that Halloween falls. They want it to be on a Saturday every year so that the kids aren't tired the next day from school for going out trick-or-treating. If that isn't the most audacious, audacious, or disgusting thing I've ever heard, you know what? Halloween is Halloween. It's the day it's always been. It's not even a day for children. It celebrates All Hallows' Eve, which is All Souls' Day, which is the dead. So it isn't that important that you take your kids out trick-or-treating. And yes, that's a family memory. I've done it. My daughter has done it. You know what? Have a Halloween party, and then your kids don't have to be tired. They can have all their friends over. You don't have to worry about going door-to-door -door and being shot. But this is what I'm talking about, the audacity. You're not sitting here fighting for kids to be safe by not being shot. But you care that they change the day of Halloween, excuse me, so that you don't have to get your kids up for school the next day. How late are you keeping your kids out to trick or treat? How late? Right. They shouldn't be out past like 6 o'clock at night. Right. And you know what? How much candy do they need? If they need more candy, buy yourself an extra couple of bags, toss it in their, their goodie bag. They'll be just they as happy. Listen, like when I was young, I used to walk around for a little bit and then I'd come home because I know there's candy in the house. For me, it was about putting on a costume and... Going somewhere right. and having fun. Give your kids a Halloween party. Imagine that. You could have all the Halloween parties you want on a Saturday. Yeah. I just think that's... It's I think just, that's You just decide, well, now what? You know, Halloween's always been on this day, but we're not going to make it the last Saturday. Not to mention, October. also... It's ridiculous. My issue is as such, Halloween is not even really a holiday for kids. It's not even that. what it's about. It's what I just said that. If you weren't <laughs> looking at your phone... I was looking at my phone. you were listening to me, you would have heard I said that in the podcast. Also true. But here's the thing. Is that going to be the new norm? Are we just going to petition like our it, way? So we'll petition until the majority of us do. Again, life lesson. Life is never going to be filled with all the wonderful moments. There's always going to be struggles. There's always going to be tests of patience, tests of time. Those are what people survive. Survivors win. Oh, I like that. You can't change everything. But really, again, I bring it back to you with the say it out loud constantly because you just said out loud, we are not concerned about signing petitions for stricter gun laws and to outlaw certain things, but you're worried about And I mean, Halloween. there are people who are trying to do that. There, there are, are parents of, you know, Sandy Hook victims who try to right, do that. Right, and Stoneman Douglas. But you know what? Yeah. You're so worried about this petition of changing Halloween. Petition to keep your school safer. Petition to do a neighborhood watch. Petition to get in children's lives that have trouble and are bullied. And maybe those are the people that you can prevent from being the shooters. That's an important petition. Changing the day of Halloween so your kids aren't tired to go to school means zero to me. Think about what you're doing. Don't be an asshole. It's and this is coming from a former teacher, by I'm, the way, I'm a teacher folks. and a parent. Okay. Another thing we want to talk about is... Not to mention most kids have Halloween parties 
in school too. Right. The next thing is the audacity of the little things that happen every day. The people that think if they look the other way and then slip into the line that you won't notice. The person that, as I said, you're... And you know, that's the person that's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't you see you. I didn't see Like it. I said, yes, we're both very short, but I'm not invisible speck of dust on the floor. Another thing, the audacity of people, you're standing, you're looking at an item. You might be looking through clothes, looking for food, whatever. And someone does as I call the ghost hand. Wait your fucking turn. Wait your turn. Um, other little. The person that bangs their car into you or bumps into you and just walks away like, so what? I bumped oh, into you. Not a big deal. Speaking of, I have a huge pet peeve about people with the carts. Please walk them back to either inside the store or... Or put them where they have those things all over a parking lot. The audacity that you have to put a cart next to someone else's parked car. I have sat in my car and watched someone put a cart next to my car and I barrel out of the car. And let's not forget I had my car damaged by someone this who says, let a cart go. This is a true story. My mom was in the parking lot of a Home Goods. Um, and we watched this person just let their cart go and it bashed into her door. And I mean, left a hefty size dent. I had to have it repaired. Like it was a big repair. It wasn't It was like a couple a of days. Dent. No, it was a, it looked like a human body hit the side of her car yeah. because it was windy outside and they just pushed it into the parking lot and just like watched it happen and ignored it. Let's see what else. Um, we have the line cutters. We have, oh, do you ever have the people that eavesdrop on your conversations when you're in public? Yes. That shit's ballsy. Here's another thing. This is audacity. You're not going to buy your kid a toy, but you're going to give them a toy in the store to keep them occupied till you get up to the cash register and then you slip it there after your kid has touched it, snotted on it, spit on it, licked on it, played with it, and then you just stick it on the side for someone in the store to put back, not knowing that that's what you did. And some other kid gets it with all the germs of your kid. That's audacity. Oh, Don't yes. do it. You have plenty of toys at home or buy your kid a toy in the store. That's it. Either have them bring a toy or you buy it. Because right. otherwise it's on you for being a shitty, disgusting parent. Um, okay. Wait, I just had one. About. Okay. When you are at a restaurant and you don't know how to control the volume of your voice, that you think you are the only person in the restaurant. This is a true story. I'm going to tell this story about when we were at America. Okay. America is a really great restaurant. It's in the New York, New York Hotel in Las Vegas. They have just what it says. They have American food. They And not to mention delicious American food. They serve breakfast. breakfast. They're open 24 hours. They have mac and cheese, hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken fingers, waffles. Steak. You name it, they have it. It's delicious. I love to eat there all the time. So when we're in Vegas, clearly we eat there a lot. They also have this gigantic, almost floor-to-ceiling, three-dimensional map of the United States. Yeah, it's really cool. It is so cool. And it's fun to take your kids there and, like, they can actually learn something in the most fun way without them even thinking And if you are it. in Vegas... Go, go there. It, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Love it. So we were there, and there was a table next to us. We were sitting under the map. That's why I remember it so <laughs> specifically, because we've only sat under the map a couple of times while we were there. Um, and they were speaking very loudly. And loud speaking in general drives, drives her crazy, which is why so often we have to fix her voice right. on here, because she speaks like a like mouse. I feel like I'm screaming. I want you to know right now, I feel like I'm screaming. And you're not. This is like a normal... 
the normal voice. I have a thing about inside voice. I say it to everybody. My husband speaks very loudly. And all of a sudden I'll be talking and I'll be like, Shh, Oriana speaks very you loudly. You need to calm down. You need to. And I will always say, oh, everybody, your inside, inside you voice. Inside voice. And I always do it. It's terrible. I know. I say, you need to lower your voice. I don't like the sound of loud voices. So my mom gets up at the restaurant, walks over to the table, which is like two feet away, and she's like, excuse me. I can hear your conversation over here, and that means the entire rest of the restaurant can hear your conversation, and we would like not to, so I'm going to ask you now nicely to lower your voice. These men were flabbergasted. They didn't even have words at that point. And they apologized, yeah. which was nice, and they did then keep their voices down. Don't be ashamed to do that. No. I, I recently read this thing. I belong to this group that um, talks about restaurants that they frequent or go to anywhere. Where a lot of shit goes on. Where a there lot too. of crap goes on. And this one couple just recently had an experience where there was a table full of women and they were cackling and giddy mm -hmm. and crazy and whatever. And they asked the manager and the manager was like, well, I really can't do anything about it because, you know, you can't tell people to lower their voice. You can. You can. You should. You do. Now, I have one more because this is a, a good way to close it out. I have a dear, dear friend I have known since I was probably about 16 years old that lives in Massachusetts. And the people in Massachusetts get a bad rap. They're really cool people, but they love their Red Sox, they love their New England Patriots, they love their sports bars, and they love being loud and having a real good time. And he was in a sports bar. It is a huge sports bar, known for sporting events. Sometimes they even sell tickets for certain events because it's like standing room only. Especially because a lot of those bars are very close to like the arenas and stuff. Right. And they do have special events and parties. So yeah, a, that's normal. It's a normal. real big sports bar. I mean, it's crawling. You want to go meet men? Send me a DM. I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> but anyway, it's really known for its sporting events. So he was there on a Saturday evening at about 10.30. They were watching a Red Sox game. I think it was a World Series game. I'm not 100% sure on Oh, that. no. I remember around the time. I think it was. But anyway, he was there, and this woman was sitting at now. You know those very high tables they have in bars? Mm -hmm. She was sitting two feet away from the bar with her two children and her mother and herself. Now, it's a sporting event. You know, you got, I know I tell people this all the time. You don't want to sit next to me in a sporting event. Not only is my mouth foul, you don't know what's going to come out of it. And my friend, my dear friend Linda, we are both Ranger fans. We grew up in Long Beach together. She said people think she has Tourette's when she's watching <laughs> a sporting event because she's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. And she gets like that, okay? So we know. Well, he cursed. He was like, son of a bitch, I can't believe he missed that. And she got up and went over to him and said, excuse me, I have children sitting here. Well, if you know anything about the men in Boston, <laughs> that means zero. They all have children. And his whole thing was, this is what he said. I'm not going to use the words, but I'm going to say, he said, lady, are you effing kidding me? This is an MF God sports bar. You expect me to curb my language because you have your kids out at 1030 at night in a sports bar. And she said, well, it doesn't say that they don't allow children. That's audacity. You went to a sports bar. You could have taken these children to a thousand other restaurants. You could have taken them like Friday. Yes, you have 
every reason and right to be there, but so did they, and so did they have the right to talk and say whatever they wanted. They paid to get in that sports bar. I have seen that, though. I've seen that, though, quite a lot of times, especially, um, you know, people that bring their kids to Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is just at a sports bar. It is a little bit different. Friday's is also like a sports bar, but it's also more like a family family restaurant. And you know what? He did not have the audacity to do anything. He's watching a sporting event with a whole bunch of men that are cursing left and right. You are out of place. Why are your children out at 1030 at night? They were little. And chances are they didn't even know what the words were. No. So So I want to end it with talking about the situation with Mario Lopez because it is a moment of audacity. And, a very severe moment and, of audacity. Um, no one's going to sway me from what I said about it, what I will continue to say to it, because I do believe he should be fired. I may check my phone. Maybe he's fired already. I would hope that this would be better. I haven't even seen him issue an apology. Which... He's not going to because he believes what he believes. And fine, you believe what you believe, but when you are in the media, when you are a sportscaster, an announcer, a anchor person, you should hold yourself to a little bit higher sense of morality. You can have your opinions, but be mindful that those opinions are being broadcast everywhere. So maybe you should be a little more neutral. Maybe you should just do your job and just report on the stupid-ass gossip that you support. Right, because first of all, let's let's call a spade a spade. Gossip shows are complete trash. I don't have many respect for people that work on them. I don't have much respect for people that watch them. Because they do. They breed gossip and unnecessary and they start problems they, they do. are unnecessary so um what actually wound up happening is i had seen an article yesterday but i want to give the backstory on to what actually took place mario lopez you may know him he's a host on extra the only other claim to fame he has is he was on saved by the bell 30 years ago exactly he was also on dancing with the stars which i think that there was allegations that he cheated on that because he started dancing like months before and he was also a dancer previous Not to, to mention that. he cheated on his wife that was before this one. Yes. Everyone forgets Very that, too. Publicly. Yes. So, um, he did an interview with uh, someone by the name of Candace Owens. Candace Owens is a very staunch Republican Trump supporter. She's also the one that's really good friends with Kanye West. Um, that's her right. Fine. That's her right. We're not criticizing it. But um, he went on a show with her. And I want to just pull up the article because then people were saying... Um, that wasn't what he meant. That's not... No, it's exactly what he meant. Okay. Oh, here's a whole thing. I just go on, and it's Mario Lopez faces backlash, okay? And this is from a site called The Wrap, so I'm going to read actually what it says here. Because like I said, the audacity of you, especially being a father and And a minority... minority. You're You're a minority. Oh, so he's on Access Hollywood. I thought he was on Extra. Maybe not. Okay. It says, Access Hollywood host facing criticism over comments made on Candace Owens' program show. Uh, Apparently he taped it last month, but it just came out. It says, Access Hollywood host Mario Lopez is facing criticism over comments he made during last month's taping of the Candace Owens show. That he said it's dangerous as a parent to make a determination about your child's gender based on what they tell you about themselves. Now, first of all, I'm going to stop right there and talk about this. I remember being very young and knowing myself as a child very young. Most people that are transgender know themselves very well. And clearly, obviously, I did not deal with those issues, but I knew at a certain age I wanted to dress like this, or I made a decision very young to not eat meat. And my mom didn't say... I don't want to 
put this person in a bad position. But if you watch the show Jazz, and they show you Jazz as a young child, mm -hmm. knew very early in life that although she was born a boy, she wanted to be a girl. It's very obvious, especially with those, specifically with transgender children, they do know quite early. Not all of them, but most of them. And to say that it is dangerous to just listen to what they say. Well, you know what? If it's a phase, listen to it anyway. They'll grow out of it. To say that it's dangerous implies that you as a parent are doing something wrong and he's correct. And especially that's, my problem. that's a problem. And especially they directly made claims against Charlize Theron. And everyone knows Charlize Theron does have um, a trans child, as does Angelina Jolie, as does Megan Fox. Um, I, I believe there's others, too, so I don't want to leave them uh, out. Yeah. Um, it then says that Candace Owens brought up the weird Hollywood trend of stars like Charlize Theron saying that their children are picking their gender. That is their right as human beings. That is your right as a human being to tell somebody else what you identify as. That's no one else's right but yourself. I suppose, though, it wasn't dangerous for Mario Lopez to take his daughter and shove her down everybody's throat on any show he could get her on. That wasn't a dangerous decision to take a child and make her into what he is a gossip host. That wasn't a dangerous decision at all. And then it says Owens began Glass the houses, people. And then it says Owen began the discussion by saying, This is strange to me. Just because they say, Oh, I looked at my child while they were swimming and they said, Mommy, I'm a boy. That's just weird to me. Because even though I'm not a parent, I nannied for five years of my life, and the things that come out of children's mouths like that are just that. They say whatever they want in the moment. Right. They so copy things from for TV. The moment, and if it goes on longer than that, you still force it. Let's all be, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I thought it was Dorothy when I was young. I dressed up as Dorothy right, every single weekend. And, and any day she could be Dorothy or she could be whoever she wants. There is nothing dangerous about letting your child say what they want and being that for however long they want to be it. I'm trying to see. It really seems to me that that was a roundabout way for him to say he does not respect transgender ways. Okay, there is a lot of people, different people, and uh, people in the media, a lot of people that work for BuzzFeed have come forward and talked about their experiences with their children. Somebody said that they have five kids and two of their, their kids identify as queer. Um, they came out in their early teens and they had wished so much they would have felt comfortable earlier. Right, and like Again, I said, you're if it pushing... is just a phase, then allow them to go through the phase. There is no danger in that. And basically, okay. what I hated about everything that Mario Lopez said is you're basically forcing suppression. You're trying to have these children suppress what they know that they are. And that can be something very simple, like they don't like green beans. If they don't like green beans, they don't like green beans. Don't say, you have to have them because everybody has them. Let your children be what they want. They will find their way. And the only thing you should ever be to them is a backpack. Hold their troubles on your back and let them be. I'm also, like I said, I'm just so proud of all these people that have come forward and are speaking up against this. He has not returned any rep for... Comment. He hasn't said anything yet. He's not yet. going to comment. No. He's very arrogant. He's not. So, with this to conclude everything, don't be that person that just thinks you can do and say whatever you want without there being consequences on other human beings around you. are not you. entitled. And if you would entertain me, because I started the hashtag last night. Yes. Fire Mario Lopez. I would Use love the it. Hashtag. You don't have to if you don't agree with me. 
that's cool. I'm going to allow you to go through your phase or whatever you think and be you. Yes, but if you do want to use the hashtag, you could tag both of us too. Our social medias are linked below. Use the hashtag for a couple of days. Fire Mario Lopez. Maybe we will actually start something and see positive changes. Because you want to know something? Not that I want him to lose his job. I want him to realize how serious it is in this day and age when people are dying and getting killed mm -hmm. because their sexual preference or their gender preference doesn't fit the box. It's 2019. No one should be dying over how they identify or who they love. That's the facts. So if you would like to connect with us and share your stories of audacity, please let us know. We also would like to tell you we post new episodes each and every Monday and Friday and sometimes in the middle of the week. Also, we, this week. we did. And also, too, on Fridays, we are going to do a roundup hot topics, catching everybody up on news. So always make sure to stay tuned for the Friday ones because they are extra fun. So until next time, everybody. Don't be audacious and please stay cozy.